It's for the people. It's for the purpose. Patience is a podcast. Hope everyone has had a good week. Been around the ones you love. Been doing things you love. Finding out new things. Maybe even learning something. Who knows? Whatever it is, as long as it's positive and as long as it's as long as it feeds you. As long as it feeds you. Feeds you mentally, spiritually. You know, physically, hey, if you try some new food, hey, there you go. Whatever it is, whatever you do, make sure it's all beneficial. You know, there's one thing we need to cut out. Cut out of our lives is things that aren't beneficial to us. If I can't gain... If I can't gain, I don't need it. A lot of us need to make that decision with people as well. If I'm steady losing, then I need to walk away. I need to notify the problem, seek it out, get rid of it. Sometimes it's people. Sometimes life will work itself out and allow that person to just fade away. Allow that person to just fade away. Allow life to just remove that person from your life. And I'm going to tell a quick story of how it happened to myself this past week. I don't speak on many people by name. I just speak on experience and how I deal with it or what they have going on. But I've spoken on this person on my podcast past couple of episodes because... I've been helping this person. So cool. Or what I thought, I say. What I thought. How you doing? What I thought I've been doing. And uh, how I thought I've been helping this person, I just, I was really being misled. And having them over for the holidays, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, inviting them to my home. Inviting them within my family, wife, children, little brother, my mother even, you know, really thinking that I had something going with this person and we would be, we would be solid because of his situation. I could be something solid for him so he can benefit from having the positive, having the positive energy around. And what started off good because I brought them around people that can only uplift and other people as well that I work with were only trying to uplift this this person. And then things started to fade, started to really see them, see him for who he was. And you know, it really kind of messed with me because I do nothing but try to help. I don't try to harm anyone. Everything I do, I do not to big myself up in any kind of way, but to sort of just make everything around me better. You know, I try to bring people that can only help, not hurt, but this person started to hurt. Like, not not nothing physical, but just 
you know, hurt me in a way that, you know, I, I brought this person around so many people that, like I said, could benefit. But only after everything is settled now, you know, he doesn't work with us anymore. He got fired. And it was just because of his doing. Because of his doing. And everybody's questioning me now about what happened. How did it happen so fast? And I don't know. That's because I really stuck my neck out. And I put this person around people who I thought could help and who I thought would help help for the moment money was given you know time was spent resources were opened up to and you know just fell through it all fell through because I guess lack of motivation maybe I mean I took into consideration his situation which really felt really sort of looked like a cop out so to speak after a while because there's no way I could be away from my family and not be thank you and not be affected by their absence I mean I'm affected by my family's absence when I'm at work so when I call or when I text, when I hear them laugh or whatever, or when they have an argument or when or when I'm just needed, I'm affected by just being at work. So, I mean, imagine if life happens to the point to where I was put into a situation where I couldn't be around my wife anymore and I chose to leave. I would never do that. I don't, I would never see myself doing that because it's not her fault that we didn't work out or if we were to not work out it's not her fault it's our fault so the children didn't do anything so I can't take myself out of that equation and make my absence my absence cause a bigger problem but I still tried to help I still tried to be there for this particular person disregarding what I had what I deemed a weakness like to walk away from your children and you know I don't I don't respect that at all but I look past that and that slowly crept back up to remember who you are like me myself remember who you are and what you stand for this person doesn't stand for that and getting rid of the negative energy which, like I said, I didn't think it was. But getting rid of the negative energy really helped. But it had to happen. Sort of like I see a lot of bad things people go through. They sort of have to happen. Because you must grow. You must give yourself a reason to fight. Give yourself a reason to keep going. Because if everything's just smooth sailing, we won't be ready for the blow. We won't be ready. Because we're going to think that cruise ship is just going to keep sailing and everything's beautiful. Look at the beautiful surroundings. Look at this. Look at that. But what if you hit a rock in that cruise ship and that cruise ship starts to, you know, 
sink a little bit. Are you prepared? No, because everything was just beautiful. I'm thinking everything is going to stay that way. But no, you must be ready in life at any given moment to fight. Not physically, but if, if hey, if you have to, to fight physically, you must be getting ready. You must be ready at any given moment to defend yourself, defend your, you know, your physical body, your mental, your spirit. You must be at, you must be ready to defend that. And in those moments of weakness where you allow someone you thought was something, whether it be a relationship or whether it be friendship, family member, husband, wife, you'll find out who that person really is when it matters. When it matters, you'll find out who that person really is and it's up to you to make that decision. Do I want to keep fighting? I know plenty of people in relationships that they shouldn't be in. Hell, I know my wife thought she shouldn't be with me at a point in time because all we did was fight. All I did was hurt her, no matter what I did. Even when I wasn't knowing, knowingly hurting her by cheating, knowingly hurting her. Because you never hide anything. You know, nothing's ever really hidden. Especially if you really love that person, that person really loves you. Nothing's ever really hidden. So you'll always see the flaws. You'll always see the cracks. Or if you truly want to help someone, you'll see. You'll see where where they where they fade. You you'll see it. You'll see it. I mean as I was saying, you know, you'll have those moments where okay, you'll think everything is perfect, everything is smooth, and in those moments, those little blips in the radar, hey, pay attention to this. It'll beep once and you'll look over it. Hey, it's okay. It'll beep twice. Hey, pay attention. Pay attention. This isn't just a be just just a just a bad day here. This is who this person really is. This isn't just a bad day. This person is really like this. All right, I'm gonna you know I'll, I'll handle it if it gets too bad. But what if it gets to the point to where you can't handle it anymore? No matter what you do, you argue. No matter what you do, you never see eye to eye. No matter what you do, you could never get this person to compromise. Then a problem becomes behavior. Issue becomes behavior. And once it's behavior, it's it's hard. It's hard once it's behavior. How y'all doing? It's hard once it's behavior. It's like I say once, you know, being a parent and the mistakes that I made, like not not to say being hard on them, but not really being as stern as I should about things. And now that they're older, I'm saying, hey, keep your rooms clean, this and that, this and that. Like, well, we never really had to. No, they didn't. Because I guess because me and my wife, we were kids ourselves, so we... We we had more fun than we did being parents. You know what 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 people think of as as a parent. You know a, a disciplinarian, so to speak. We we grew up like you know we grew up with with that. And I guess it it, it really helped to grow up with the with with the knowledge of you know keeping things 
keeping things clean, organizing, cooking, stuff like that. You know, your your, your typical things. Your typical things. Having having a younger sibling or whatever to take care of and really learning how to be a parent. But you know what what we also grew up with, with the harshness as well, a little bit of the harshness as well. And and I guess that's what we wanted to escape, being parents ourselves. Got you, man. That's what we wanted to escape, being parents ourselves. And, And you know, like I said, slacking on a lot of things. But it'll work out. Not really worried about it, but it's just, as I was saying, of what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't walk away. I couldn't see myself doing that. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how bad it gets between me and my wife, I would never let us separate. I mean, us stand over us being parents. You know, that's something we could never do. So that's why we, I love the dynamic of our relationship as to separate it from from just being about all of us because, you know, I don't want her to forget about me and I don't want to forget about her. And then we're parents. And that's why we, we have the relationship that we have. You know, everything is a product of us having a relationship that we have anyways and it trickles down to our children you know we got some great kids but back to getting getting rid of the negative energy as I was saying getting rid of the negative energy negative person the just what doesn't mix what doesn't work well and I guess I tried to force it I tried to force it and it was honestly my little brother that sort of opened my eyes to it. Before it got bad, while I was thinking everything was good, my little brother was like, nah. And once he said that, I was like, okay, I see now. I see now what I, what I should have done and shouldn't have done. Yeah, it's okay to invite him over for the holidays, but don't invite him into us because I, th- I thought that's what was needed honestly I, th- I thought that's what was needed and in turn in turn I felt used I felt disrespected in a way and now I'm really trying really I'm not gonna say closing up that part of me because I can't like I was telling a friend of mine today, I'd do it again. I'd, I'd do it again. Because just like just like everything in life, you have to you know, keep trying until it sticks. You can't really give up. And if I choose to if I choose to give up on me wanting to help out people just because one person chose to use, then hey. You know that person will fall, and I'm not trying to to say that because I don't want anybody to fall. But as people are telling me now, it was like, yeah, if he chose to do you like that, if he chose to do everybody else the way that he did everybody, you let him go. You let him go. Simple as that. And I, I see it now. You know, I can't I can't really say anything 
against it now. So, you know, it is what it is. But, as I was saying, you tend to have people in your life who you sort of feel obligated to, whether it's baby mother, baby father, boyfriend, girlfriend, mother, father, sister, brother, whatever, you feel obligated to them. And you're not. You're, you're never obligated to a bad situation. Never. You're never obligated to a bad situation. And if it harms you, get out of it. Shouldn't be there anyway. But a lot of us have to learn that lesson over and over and over and over. And some of us learn the hard way. Some of us have to go through horrific situations within that relationship before we decide to leave it. You know, unfortunately enough of us have been in those kind of situations where you feel that you have no way out. But you do, because like I said, you're not obligated to anyone. I've seen plenty of people walk away from parents, you know, walk away from marriages, walk away from relationships because of that reason. And I'm not saying this situation with this particular person got to that point, but as I said, um, too many people are coming up to me trying to figure out what went wrong, what happened, what can they do? And I'm like, you can't do anything. You know, this is over with. You can't do nothing. I can't do anything, but he just found a lot of different people and users for that moment. But you know, you can't really hold your head too high on that one. What's up with you, though? How you? I'm all right. What's up, though? But um, as I was saying, it's I'm not really in that in that uh. I'm sorry, I'm kind of making sure that lady didn't fall in the street. But uh, it's kind of rainy out. But anyway, as I was saying, my situation didn't get that bad, but it was kind of. I was kind of looked at as, well, you brought us around this person or you brought this person to us. You know, why did it fall? Why did it fall to the wayside so fast? And I can't really put my put my finger on why. I can't really uh can't really recall where it went wrong, but I'm kind of glad it did because not to say that I would have stopped giving or certain people would have stopped giving, but I just, I just couldn't continue to put forth my energy into something that wasn't going to try to better itself, you know. Sort of felt like, oh, you have to do this because I'm this, I'm that. Uh, no, nah, you gotta do shit. You don't want to help yourself. <laughs> you know why? Why continue to do it? But it's like I said, it's a difference in me being involved with this person 
well, myself and others, than being in an abusive relationship or physically abusive, mentally abusive, or what, what have you. It's different, but you still shouldn't feel obligated to anyone. Just like myself, I still still shouldn't feel obligated to helping this person. They're helping others because it was, I had a conversation with a, with a coworker today because, you know, he actually pulled me aside and he was like, why do you, why do you help feed thieves? And he was like, it's a difference between someone who's hungry and a thief. And I was like, I don't feed thieves. And he was like, yes, you do. I see you all of the time. You see them. And you see them walking around with food and stuff like that. And you go up and you buy them something to eat. I was like, they're hungry. I was like, thieves are the people I put out of the store who try to steal liquor, try to steal, you know, washing detergent and stuff like that, pampers and shit like that to sell on the street. That's a thief. You know, a thief is somebody who says, hey, go get me two or three, two or three um, beef tenderloins. They're about $100 a piece. And then they try to walk around the store and stuff like that and stuff them in their bags or stuff them down their pants or try to just blatantly run out the store with them. Those are thieves. You know, somebody who's hungry or... I, I don't know if you listened to the episode or saw the post on IG that I made that was sort of me basically, you know, trying to help this person. And I was talking to him and I basically kind of, I'm not, I'm looking back on it. I didn't save his life, but I kind of, hopefully, how you doing, man? Pretty good. I kind of hopefully brought him away from making another bad decision and I haven't seen that gentleman since but hopefully he's on the better I don't want to think of bad things and I told him that's the difference I feel is between the thief and helping someone who's hungry because you know I've been in that situation I mean I've never stolen like that I mean I've done stupid shit as a kid but like not nothing. So, what are you doing, nice. man? Hey, that's nice, bro. That is nice, man. That's nice little clown for the wall. You don't remember me, don't you? Never you. Man, how you, you doing, man? How you been? I love I'm you, right, though, man. Love you back. Where how you been? Go? Go on over. All right, over there. Please do me one favor. What you need, you man? What you need? Trying to get, if you know, a couple yeah. of dollars. If I you got can. you, man. No, you worry hey, about it. I'm trying to sell this picture. I already know this worth some money. This nice. You got your own. It's crib? nice. Yeah, you I got like my this own crib. God, this nice. You need this for your. But crib. you know what, man? I don't even I'm like. Sell it for ten dollars. I don't even like clowns. Get some chicken. Uh, I don't even like clowns. Clowns scare the shit out of me. I stay over here now. You hear? Where you stay? Uh, down the street, right here with my girl and shit. There you go. Uh, Ain't no problem, bro. How your mother, man? I already know you. you know my mom. You do know me. Don't I told you, you I know you, Casey, man. Yes. Had a call. My car yes. fucked up on me. It's up on the north side. There you go. It's on the yeah, north side. Yeah, give me your number. It's uh, oh, man, you got a phone? Yeah, eight oh three. I ain't got no phone on me. If you can All right, man, no what problem. Where your mama stay? She stay over uh, in Dale Wood. My sister Dion. So she stayed down there on Iowa, but she moved. 
Oh, look at that lady looking at us. You'd be surprised if you look at the lady. Window. Worry about her. Oh, uh, once you put my mama number in your phone, 285 0596. 285 0596. That number stays on. No problem. And look, my sister Dion number. Take that too, because I want you to call me. No problem. 382 3737. Don't forget them numbers. Call my sister. I got you. Wait a minute, dog. The thing is. Huh. You come by my house and you cut, you ask to cut the grass. Tell my sister lock the number down. It's, it's, I'm, I'm actually it's on the phone with somebody. Okay. But yeah, um, you, to do you come by the house and you ask to cut the grass. So next time you do yeah, in the you know that's what I used to do. See, see you. Remember I me, told yeah. you. I don't know where well, you was at. Your mama know I'm. I stay down there on Nebraska. Mm -hmm. On Nebraska, and what? yeah, uh, right there. Oh. I'm not oh, sorry, right, I'm right, not right, uh, uh, Nebraska, uh, Nebraska, my another, fault. Look, I'm still with this girl, but you know how girls be tripping. I got I you. To God, I'm trying to get my own career, but look, I get SSI. I get mm -hmm. my check this Friday. Okay. I get $800 a month and $173 in stamps, food stamps. Okay, where are you go? I'm tired because this girl I've been with, man, she, I'm stamped with, but she keep trying to get over on me. I'm tired of this, man. <laughs> For real, bro. I'm trying to give me a little room or get my own little spot. I know man, I'm going to find some God going to bless me. Exactly. God is good. God he loves us, man. Go. For real, bro. You, you know I ain't lying. This life is there serious. God really loves us, and I know this from my heart. Mm -hmm. If I don't know nothing else, because we all going to die. I'm saying all we got to do for real, brothers, do the right thing, and God going to bless us. Exactly. Then I see it right. Exactly. That's what God you ain't go. lying about Love that. Because hey, he loves me. Love he just don't want me to get in no trouble and do the right thing. Love you go. You me. keep your head clean. You think I'm right about that being honest go. You sure right. right. <laughs> you know you be right. sure next time you see your mother, mm -hmm. tell her Merlin mm -hmm. something, say, hey. Because mm -hmm. I remember because she gave my daughters a cat. She used to have that pig in the backyard. Mm -hmm. I told you, I know you. I'm gonna right. keep tabs on. And I'm gonna see you over here. You sure will. Yeah, I got you. There you mm -hmm. go. Love you. Love you, bro. <sighs> you just hate. I hate to see. I hate to see things like that. I'm glad you all got to hear that, and I hope you really understood what was said. But. The fact that I know him and the fact that his situation is, I don't have my mask on, I'm outside. I don't keep it on when I'm outside because I want to breathe. So when I looked at him and I was like, I know you. <laughs> you know, um, his mother used to stay down the street from us when we stayed, you know, where we where we had the home. That for years, you know, she had a pig in her backyard. She gave us a cat. Cat died like three days later because as soon as it was born, she had him and had him in the yard, and she was just trying to get rid of him. And I was like, I would rather you keep it, you know, keep her with him, keep the kitten with his mother for a few days. She's like, no, I just want to get rid of him. And and my kids came home with it, you know. So, but anyway, so like I said, I know him, and he's trying to sell a picture of a clown. I fucking hate clowns, but um, but anyway, but um. <laughs> But um, I hope you understood the, the 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 message in that, and what he was saying. That God is always there. It's just that most people feel it takes too long, so to speak, and you sort of want to make your own moves. That was I don't know why that happened the way that it happened, but that's exactly where I wanted to go with the next part of the conversation I was we were having well I can't say conversation because it's so sort of one-sided that's why I feel I don't do a podcast this is real life right here you know you know I don't really consider myself doing this podcast sometimes sometimes I honestly forget that I'm just I'm, I'm talking and nobody's responding back but but 
he's been in certain situations in his life and I kind of wish I could I, I wasn't so far away from home because I can't bring him back to the house I and mean, he knows my family so it's not like I, I worry but and he better explain he better explain what he was saying because he came by my house so he comes by the house over the summertime and he asked to cut the grass it's usually right after I cut my grass so I guess and I always tell him no or my wife tells him no and stuff like that but um sorry about that I was <laughs> focused on that little kid crossing the street by himself it's a busy street right here but anyway but anyway, you know, God does pull you through even when you feel you're not being, you're not being noticed, he pulls you through. But I've seen him in the middle of the street fighting with his girlfriend, like fist fighting. And I had to run out the house and I had to pull him apart. Only reason why I didn't, I didn't do anything to him was because I know his mother, and his mother one time, she pulled me aside, and she said, if you ever see my son out here, just, and he's he's older than me, he's 50 years old, but, you know, she's like, if you ever see my son out here, just, just doing bullshit, just pull him aside, and just, just, just tell him you love him, and just tell him it'll be okay, because I don't, that's my only son, and I don't want nothing to happen to him, and, you know, and I told her, you know, I do what I can, I, I do what I can. And I just gave him a little bit of money. You know, hopefully it'll help, but nine times out of 10 it won't. How you doing? And the reason why I say it won't is because I know what he's into. I know what he's into, but you know, at least he keeps, he, he's keeping his heart and his mind where it needs to be. He's saying the right things. I mean, I did just see him pick that picture up out the trash can and he tried to sell it to me. I mean, this is that typical picture that's in everybody's house. It ain't in mine for all that clowns. But it's just that sad clown, you know, that sad clown face. But um, as I was saying, I've seen him up. Seen him down, yes, but I've seen him up. I've seen him up to the point to where he still has the same heart. He's still speaking. He's still asking about my family. He still speaks to my kids. He um, knows my mother. So it's like he's still the same person. It's just you go in that circle. And sometimes when you're up, you're up. But unfortunately, you got to go down too. And then, you you know, you just got to find that balance to stay up. You got to find that you gotta find that, that that balance to where you can sort of have it and keep it for a little while longer than you and you usually do. I mean, I go through it myself. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily have the best of luck, but when I got it, I try to keep a little bit. Not necessarily mean money, just peace of mind. Or try not to be down in the dumps all of the time. But, you know, hopefully, 
hopefully he gets back with his mother because when he was living with his mother, he was doing a little better for himself. He wasn't out here on the streets trying to sell what he's trying to sell or do what he's doing. You know, and he wasn't really, she wasn't really taking care of him, so to speak. He, you know, he carried a job, he had a job. You know, like he said, his car, I remember his car, he used to have so much bad luck with it. But, you know, he just just needs a little bit. Just needs a little bit of guidance. Hopefully next time I see him, he can have his phone on and or one of us have a pen and a piece of paper. I mean, I do remember his phone number. So I just hopefully give his sister a call and make sure he's all right, her mother's all right. Make sure his sister's all right too, because I know her too. But, um... Know, just trying to trying to find a balance in life, and I'm and I'm so sorry I'm off subject right now, but y'all know y'all y'all know y'all listen to me, so y'all know by now. None of this scripted, all of this is second by second life, you know. So that's what my how my thought process is a little off right now. Because it was good to see him, but on the same token, you know, I can be honest and say it's just it's good to see him in a better state, better state of mind. Last time I seen him, he knocked on the door and he was like, "Yeah, let me let me cut your grass." And I was, and he he had woke me up, and I I didn't really notice who he was until he left. I was like, "Oh, damn." I could have let him cut the grass <laughs> or just not let him cut the grass because I had just cut it. I just gave him some money because that's what he was looking for anyway. And, you know, so. But, uh, you know, it's, oh, man, things don't, things happen for a reason. They sure do. And, you know, I seen them for a reason. Like I said, it was good. But it was kind of, kind of odd that I was talking about somebody that just just really spit in the face of a lot of people and just didn't really give a fuck about the help or damn you could at least put in your two weeks and did it the right way instead of having having us work extra or to help myself putting in extra time when I didn't really have to you could at least put in two weeks did it that way. Did it that way. Did it the right way. Instead of just the way that he did it. Not really being grateful for everything that was done. And like I said, people like that will fall. Unfortunately. But, but you know, most of us know. Most of us know how to recover. A lot of us know how to struggle. Struggle right. I mean, hell, not too many people know the state that myself and my wife were in. Hell, a few short months ago. I mean, a month ago even. A month ago even, I mean. Like I tried to tell, you know, the person that I'm, that I'm talking about, you know, he just. I'm like, dude, you, you, you just a day away from being in a. From, from, from being up. It's just how you gotta gotta keep yourself up. You gotta know how to stretch a dollar. You gotta know how to 
take a chance and you know but you know I would sit there and I would talk to him and it's like he's like oh I can't be around you and your family because it makes me think about my kids and I'm like you're not to me you're not really thinking about them but you're thinking about you know drugs and shit like that I mean People, not everybody's the same. Not not everybody's the same when you're in the same situation. A lot of people look at it differently. I, mean, I know I'm kind of rambling and not making any sense right now. Hopefully you understand. But, but hopefully you also understand that you can make it out of it. You can make it out of it for sure. You're not obligated to anything, anyone. Especially if it's detrimental to your to to, to your anything, you know, your success, your health, anything. You know, get out of bad situations if you can. Leave bad people alone if they continue to repeat the same repeat the same mistakes, have the same behavior. Get away from them. Guess I'll guess I'll end it by saying you're you're better than your situation, whatever it is. You know, if it's bad, you're better than that. You just have to believe it. Just you just have to believe you're better. You're better than your situation. You're not obligated. You're not chained. You're better. You know, I believe in you. Wholeheartedly, you know I believe in you. Patience is a podcast.